Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Alexandra Vite. Alexandra, thank you so Hello. much for coming. I'm, now, I'm the guest host. You are. Cody left today. Uh, he's away yeah. on, I don't know what he's doing. Business? Business. <laughs> he says, I don't believe it. I think he just went out for breakfast and he didn't want to tell anyone. Oh, that's nice though. You can go out for breakfast now. I I, I forget that like brunch is an option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what brunch I assume he's doing. He's waiting in line for eggs and bread, I guess, instead of I doing this that's... thing right now. With I, you. That makes that would make me very happy if that would, you know, it's like at the end of Goodwill Hunting where like Ben Affleck's like, when I come to your house, I, I don't want to see you here kind of thing. That's the thing with Cody. It's like, I don't want to see him at Spooks. I want to see him at brunch. Right, right. That's probably. Yeah, that's, that's the same analogy. That, yeah, <laughs> that totally tracks for me. It makes, it, it makes sense. If I know one thing about Cody is he loves eggs and bread. That's yeah. all he eats. I've I every day I see him. He cooks four, five, six eggs, maybe. That's too know. many eggs. <laughs> four, He's like five, Gaston. He's six, having like seven pieces of toast. Eggs. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, too, that's too much toast and egg. Um, <laughs> it's so the only thing that fills him. Would you say that you're the Ben Affleck to Cody's Matt Damon, or have you ever um, thought about this? I guess it depends what movie we're talking about, but I I, I suppose in a way we kind of are. I mean, the only places you have are like Dogma and Goodwill Hunting. That's so. true. That's true. There's well, no I... other Ben and Matt movies, except there's a new one coming out, uh, mm -hmm. but it's set in medieval times. And, uh, it's not going to count. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it counts. <laughs> I don't know. Is it what a sequel to A Knight's Tale? Maybe. I saw a movie <laughs> last night that was about a knight. It was called The Green Knight. Oh, I heard I that. I heard of that. Is it okay? Yeah. I just forgot the way that night stories go oh. like do you remember that there, there's always like a morality situation to them mm -hmm. and then like and the knight always makes the stupid mistake off the top that's right. I, I forgot about that that's all and so like right away i'm like ah, he, she made a stupid mistake and then my friend's like yeah because it's a night's story it's like yeah written I guess in the 1300s yeah it tracks with all that christian morality and all that uh yeah it's very yada, christian yada, yada. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of um there's crucifixes behind their crowns mm -hmm. and then they have like it looks like a halo i'm doing a lot of um hand gestures for a podcast yeah it, it'll really <laughs> translate well to the audio as scary as that is we do have a listener submitted fear that i just want to get your thoughts on first before we bring our guest in um this is submitted by are you okay uh, on Instagram, uh, and their fear is lobsters. I respect that. I'm not, I'm not scared of lobsters, and I eat them, therefore I dominate mm -hmm. them. But right, I, under is, I understand. Is that how you determine dominance? Is if you eat them? <laughs> so if I can eat you, right? You know, I am. Therefore, I think is that not the 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 biological definition? I suppose so. I mean, I'm at the top think, of the food chain. Do you think there are dog trainers that eat other dogs in front of the dogs they're training to show them that they are the dominant ones? <laughs> I mean, they could eat a dog. Right. Because you are the alpha. That's, that's what I say to my sister's dogs whenever they're being bad. I always say, I am the alpha. <laughs> I will eat you. Yeah, I don't, don't, I don't like it. Lobsters are kind of the giant bugs of the sea, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I never really thought of it like that. And then I saw that Jim Gaffigan, like, hour and a half stand-up strictly about food and specifically seafood. I forgot what it's called. I think it's called food. And uh, and he really delves into how disgusting seafood is, but it's truly my favorite. It's my I, favorite food. I should I should watch that. I feel like I would that would really strike a nerve with me. Like I would, <laughs> I would really bond with Jim Gaffigan for a good hour. I really thought it was the smartest stand-up set I had ever seen because I was like, he's only talking about food. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I could talk about food forever. Yeah. And it's like all sorts. Yeah, it's such a good idea. Um, but it's not but all about know, yeah, your well, obsession with food today, Alessandra. I'm sorry. Because we, no, we, have, we have a guest today. <laughs> we do. Have we, a guest. <laughs> we have designer, writer, podcaster, Trevor Campbell. 
Hey everyone, lobsters hey, are the shit bags of the ocean. That's right, they are. Yeah. They are the deadbeat dads of the sea. <laughs> now, do you think they're shit bags because they're literally like full of poo or like they're just like bad people? Great question. Both, <laughs> yeah. but also okay. they're like true bottom, legit bottom feeders who just kind of trawl along the ocean floor and pick up whatever wasn't eaten on the way down. That's true. And how do you catch a lobster? You put down an abandoned building and they crawl inside <laughs> of it and squat there. So they are the squatters <laughs> of the sea. <laughs> no way. I don't squatters it. of the sea is way better than shit bags of the ocean. I suppose. I mean, either way works. Well, what do you think? A lobster trap is like a tiny home that uh, that they take over and then we I pull agree. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Apologies, sorry, my headphones just disconnected, but now they're back. OK, so, so sorry. Can... All right. Anyway, I, I just got introduced in your pulling focus. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. It was Come very on. stressful because you were giving an answer and I was like, oh, no, I don't know what he's saying. Classic Do you know, Alexander. you we just made some uh, sterling comments about lobsters. Also, mm -hmm. I used to <laughs> as a suburban raised child, I was here for a red lobster and yeah. definitely have eaten my share of lobsters in my life. But now I can't do it anymore because having to like crack them open to get in there, right. a feels violent. And B, there's a lot of green stuff in lobsters. Yeah. The green is, I forget. It's I think it's sort of like spleen or something. I thought it was like their 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 balls or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> See, I myself have never opened a lobster by like like I've had lobster. You have your servants do for you. You eat it shell I, and all. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Just straight down the hatch. Yeah, I eat it. <laughs> like, I like a pelican but i will say I, all my life i wanted to go to red lobster my dad doesn't eat seafood so we never went as like a family mm -hmm. and then um and then i finally went when i was like 25 and i was like oh it sucks yeah it's real bad and the cheddar biscuits that everyone fucking loses their mind over they suck they're not bad. That's the only reason I like Red Lobster. I don't eat They're seafood either. So I, I get I get the chicken dinner when I'm there. Oh, <laughs> and no. I just eat biscuits. Yowza. They put your picture up like... in the back. <laughs> I actually I really like those dinner. cheddar biscuits. But mm -hmm. like talk about I don't do you ever have that moment? You know, if you eat animals, if you're not vegetarian, where you mm -hmm. just think it like you see the quantity of creatures you're eating and think like, this is a community. And yeah. usually with shrimp at Red Lobster, it's like, <laughs> oh, you can eat shrimp. And there's like 50. And you're yeah. like, this yeah. was a whole like town. Well, I've look eaten oysters and I I've eaten so many oysters and, and I've eaten a breed of oyster that no longer exists. I've eaten them out of existence. We're called <laughs> oh, Beach God. Angels. Whoa. And I went to the same restaurant a few weeks later and I was like, oh, no more Beach Angels. And they're like, you're, you killed you're them. an ecosystem destroyer <laughs> talk about being the alpha at least yeah. i eat things that you know there's yeah. a lot of <laughs> that's true like that's when good. i that's like a plate smart. of chicken wings you think every two chicken wings is like or i guess it'd be every four would be one Whoa. chicken right no, four wings and four a chicken wings? well because it's a dr drum and a flat right is one side oh good so one. there'd be four total a drum and a okay because there are two yeah. parts of the the wing okay. and there's two wings on a chicken so every four wings is one chicken there you oh go God, so you I got a so, that's horrible mm -hmm. i've also eaten a rotisserie chicken to myself for a few days <laughs> 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 give me like two and a half days and i can eat a full please honestly yeah. who among us those little dome chickens from the metro yeah Oh, yeah. It's a real treat when I don't have to cook of it myself. Of course. And you make a chicken salad the next day. You yeah. Know and what? Then you That's just out, smart. Clean out that case and make a little cap to wear on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really clean that carcass. That's right. <laughs> yeah. A clear bike helmet. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a real cognitive dissonance because, I don't know, I, I've stopped eating pork because I'm like, okay, I can't do it. And I'm slowly making my way towards beef too. Mm. Though I do, when I eat at my parents' house, I get tricked because like there's pork in everything secretly. Oh, okay. Oh, secret no. pork. So secret yeah. pork is okay, but mostly, but you try and avoid it. I think I do. Right. I don't choose it on a menu and I don't purchase it. Mm. 
Okay. So I eat pork that's previously purchased, I guess. <laughs> the time that I eat pork. Yeah. Pork that was, uh, that was, uh, uh, obtained at a third location and then yeah. passed through. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, uh, Trevor, for those at home who don't know, yeah, uh, you are the host of the podcast. You made me queer. That's with an exclamation mark. Correct. Well done. Yes, all that's right. this is all true. And uh, you are actually the newest addition to the Sonar Network family as well. So uh, welcome. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome. I'm I'm the baby of the family. Yeah, the- it feels so great to be here the baby of the family well why don't you tell us a bit about your podcast so so we all know uh to go to the sonarnetwork.com and look into the profiles and listen to the podcast and all that stuff you should do all those things so um my podcast did predate my union with sonar mm-hmm. so we already have one season out and season two will be launching on august 12th Amazing. maybe you're listening to this on august 12th maybe it is past august 12th and you have missed the premiere in which case okay. Uh, thanks for nothing. But yeah. my podcast, You Made Me Queer, basically, I invite on a fantastic LGBTQIA plus guest to point the finger of blame at who and or what made them queer. Because as we know, through science yeah. now, yeah. Um, queer people are made through uh, that's yeah, true. agents. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I you really watch like enough of the news. Finally, yeah, you finally distinctly have established that it's mm-hmm. made. I mean, there was very little question. I grew up in the 80s, so people knew, but we didn't know like what color of crayon was the most dangerous and things like that. So we were, it was a lot of guesswork, but now that we know, and, and I mean, if you know any queer people, uh, we're angry as hell. Mm. So to give us a platform, (laughs) just kidding. This is fine. This is all satire (laughs) folks. This is part of the joke. (laughs) um uh don't at me but yeah basically um you know you just get to come on and rant about all the the weird things that uh made us queer and it's real funny and my guests are great and interesting and sometimes very famous and sometimes Uh, not so famous and that's fine who are some of the very famous are you allowed I mean, sure. Season one, I mean, from a little television program called RuPaul's Drag Race, we had Jinx Monsoon Mm -hmm. from a a little known film called Welcome to the Dollhouse or the Princess Diaries. We had Game Changer Heather Matarazzo. Oh, my God. Yeah. CBC's Chosen Family's Trina Winter. Like, come on. Don't make me brag. (laughs) Um, Please, please brag. Okay, okay. I also love the idea of like this one thing because uh, as someone who's, who's like cis and straight, I can point to the thing that made me straight. Like I remember like the day <laughs> where I was like, oh, I believe I am straight. So I want to, I love, I love this uh, idea of the show. This is very fun. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's a silly conceit to basically talk about, you know, when you started to realize who you were or, mm-hmm. you know, what you were interested in or, or what resonated with you. So it's not just a show for queer people. Obviously, it's for anyone. Yeah. It's very nostalgia based. We talk about, um, you know, a lot of uh, certainly Disney films and Disney characters make a lot of appearances, <laughs> uh, especially Gaston, I think, is the, the character who has come up the most. Really? So for me? And, and it's a little politically incorrect now. I was a John Smith girl. Not a little. It's extremely politically oh, correct. No. Oh, yeah, no. In the in the story of Pocahontas and the actor that plays the voice. <laughs> From a problematic film, you picked the worst character. I know. Yeah. I thought he was so handsome. And I, mean, I think listen. Pocahontas is drawn so hot. I like how they draw people in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's a bit of a smoke show. There's some hard yeah. angles in Pocahontas that I'm yes, here for. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I lost my mind whenever uh, Miko came on scene. Do <laughs> yeah. you know what's what actually... Well, yeah, who was Miko? <laughs> he was the raccoon. Oh, Miko's a raccoon dang. the raccoon was like Bigsley or something. Back <laughs> that up, Miko. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thick who's raccoon. You? Who was your, who's your yeah. Disney person? Is it Gaston? Mine? Yeah, uh, I have a few. I mean, I'm an OG Aladdin stan. One hundred percent. Yeah, please. Yeah. I mean, the open vest with no shirt underneath, and you have like a penthouse. Talk about squatters. Talk about the lobster of Agrabah. It was Aladdin. <laughs> That's he really was. You know, one hundred percent. And also his little pinchers to grab eyes. stuff. 
Yeah, his little mm. pinchers grabbing apples and jewels. <laughs> and also, this is a bit of a deep cut, but there was a weird Robin Hood movie with anthropomorphic animals where Robin yeah, Hood is a weird. fox. Is, oh, uh, yeah. Robin Hood movie. This oh, yeah. is very oh, well yeah. known. Oh, hot yeah. as hell. I'm not a furry. Uh, I respect <laughs> furries, but that that fox, hot as hell. Hey, hey, so hey. I met that the voice of that fox. You like did? School once because he's a strapper actor. I'm trying oh. to remember his name. <gasps> oh, yeah. Canadian. Um, he came to my theater school once and a lot of people said that fox was sexy. Like, like that was the talk of the day when everyone's mm -hmm. like, we all like, we all thought that. He's like, any questions it. about voice and text? And you're like, no, how did, no, uh, me, <laughs> how you drawn? Tell me how you were drawn. That's right. <laughs> how you fit all that booty in that robe? Yeah. I mean, if I was in a Disney cartoon, that'd be the first thing I would tell the animators. Like, you better make my cartoon hot. Otherwise, I'm yeah. walking. Yeah. Give me that junk. Fox what about you? What about you? Fox Sorry. Uh, like, I. Oh, wait, what? No, are we fighting? Like foxes as an animal are hot. Like, I get it. Yeah, That's 100%. Why we call fox. Hot yeah. animals. Cartoon, real life. <laughs> I'm here for it. What? Exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but what about you? Like, um, we talked about our Disney uh, uh, yeah. sort of uh, dog whistles. Mm. What would yours be? Oh, oh, that that's a tricky one. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I mean, again, you, you bring up uh, uh, the Robin Hood one. Maid Marian was was uh, always, you know, my my side of the fence. Was she an animal, <laughs> too? He was also a fox. OK, no, no, I'm just I'm just going just off of like that. There's like a lot of hot drawn women. The Little Mermaid, the yeah, fox. the Little Mermaid. I was never a big uh, Jasmine fan. Uh, I think no, I, I, yeah, she was, she was fine. She was a little L too wishy washy for me. So. <laughs> little, I mean, she was a prisoner in her own home. Little Mermaid, yeah, though, were true. you more like fish or human, Ariel? Mm. <laughs> This is a safe space, so speak I, your truth. I think I, I liked how she was happier when she was a fish. Or she oh, she nice. at least was freer, you know? She yeah. felt yeah. a little more constricted and sad as a human. So maybe I, I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. like I didn't like that side of it. Um, I know a lot of people who liked Ursula as a human. Oh yeah? She's yeah. a human at one part? Right. Well, she's she steals Ariel's voice. Yes. And she, she just looks like a brunette Ariel. Yeah. She doesn't look yeah. that different from Ariel, but yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I liked uh, I liked uh, Megara and Hercules when I was a kid too. Yes. Oh yeah. So was, and she yeah. looks like her voice, so you should go find that actor. Oh, she's yeah. great. Yeah. So yeah. she was she was cool. And then <laughs> and, you cool. know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's others that I'm I'm forgetting. <laughs> and now it's that so we're all strange. totally turned on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's so weird that we can, even though it's a, it's a fully, it doesn't look anything like an actual human, we can still find mm -hmm. like sexuality to it. And that's very, um, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think the, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say there's, uh, I mean, you could even argue like that's half of the, like an anime fan base is based on that kind of thing. Like, um, oh, yeah, there's a lot, like there's a lot Thank with you. that. Big time. Um, uh, I think a lot of that stuff, like because the features and personality traits are so exaggerated mm -hmm. as a kid, especially when you're like, what yeah. do I like? It, it, it's just easier. There's no nuance. Right. You're just like, yeah. oh, you're a fox and you have a British accent. And uh, <laughs> yes, I will go for a drink with you. <laughs> British accent. What are you going to do? You're a sucker for a fox with a voice. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, Fantastic that. Mr. Fox? Was that was that confusing after? <laughs> Like, was I turned on by it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, fair question, fair question. Uh, I, uh, no is the short answer. I guess the fact that they were like, like, I actually can't think of a sort of less sexual group of folks than those like, <laughs> like stop motion. Could I chime in? Yeah, Yes, course. yeah, please. George Clooney's character, not sexual, but like confident, so like mm. I could get on it. Right. And there's the, the son's cousin, I always felt looked like if Adam Scott was a cartoon, even though oh, he was yeah. a white fox. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And so there, it, it, I don't, I'm not attracted to those things, but I can see people within those things that are attractive. If that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, I also want to say. <laughs> Like, I can't imagine more awkward, if this is where we're going, I can't imagine more awkward sex than with stop motion animation. Oh my God. <laughs> like that's, there's no smooth Chill. anything. It's just like, yeah. uh, no. uh, uh. It looks like they're made out of like, like steel wool or something. Yeah, it'd be yeah. a scratchy and situation. They're forever moving. There's no stillness. It's just like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a constant quiver. That's so unsettling. <laughs> <laughs>
Plus, no, like Wes Anderson's whole hit is like everything's everything's cute and twee, but it's awkward as hell. Mm-hmm. Which I guess like I can relate to sexually, so that's fine. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's it just feel like a throwback to like your teens kind of thing where and my twenties. Hey oh right now. <laughs> All right, it's a throwback to uh, right now. Uh, right that's now, right. this moment. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, yeah. we we have to ask you. Um, okay, do you believe in ghosts? Well, here's the thing: I was raised in a very Catholic household, so mm-hmm. ghosts were oh. always part of this. I'm not Catholic now. Uh, ghosts were always part of the situation. I did actually try <laughs> and do in grade six. I wanted to do a project about ghosts because I yeah. thought that'd be so cool and I told my mom "Ooh, I'm gonna write about ghosts and she guided my guided my hand I'm doing air quotes here I'm doing it's not good for a podcast and basically made me do a project about saints because she's like oh they're ghosts <laughs> so I was like god damn it I just want to write about you know like spooky yeah. things so uh yeah I believe in ghosts I've never had a ghost encounter but I'm open to it okay what about okay, y'all yeah Wow, this is why me and Damien fight. So I've had I've I've had a ghost encounter several times when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. To the point where I had to go talk to someone about it because I kept seeing them. Ooh. Um, but Damien, continue. <laughs> I, I I don't believe in ghosts. I but this is your podcast. Yeah. Okay. So it works. See, see, I I don't. Cody does. So we're we're kind of like the both side. You know. Two sides of the same coin. You know? I, I see Damien. We, so we've, we've gotten to the point where like I've been brought around to Damien's side and back again, where mm-hmm. Damien needs like definitive truth mm-hmm. and that a lot of stuff can be reasoned away with like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of kids see ghosts and maybe it's their growing brains, blah, blah, blah. There's like a lot of, I, I understand what you're saying, but my, my counter argument to that is like science changes. Yeah. So how can Ooh. you have a scientific? But I, <laughs> I've, I've, agree- I've, I have acknowledged that before and I've said it, I've said it again. That's the thing about science is we go with what the best of our knowledge at the time. And if that changes in the future, I will I will believe the science. But we don't have that science to say but that how, they're real. And then my and my thought is like, but, but what if science can never prove it? Because science because it's like, not real. No, no, because <laughs> because our brains can't comprehend to what happens to us after we die. Right. right. We don't know what happens. And so how can science ever prove something that we literally have no comprehension for? I guess I guess I'm more skeptical that that's the case, though. I, I feel like yeah, I feel like it it makes more sense that nothing happens and that we're just dead. I think uh, for me, it feels like this idea that it's something that we can't comprehend is just wishful thinking. But either way, we can't um, comprehend it. Regardless of whether there's nothing, we still can't comprehend what that means for there to be nothing. What does that really mean? I can comprehend that. It just means you cease to exist. But what does that mean? Energy <laughs> to be neither created nor destroyed. Yeah, but your energy doesn't, your spiritual energy isn't real. Your energy would just be like, it, I don't know. It, you ever it seen would a be, dead it would body? Be, yeah, I have. There's no energy coming <laughs> off of it. Where'd that energy go? What do you, well, energy <laughs> dissipates in different ways, right? So, but whether, then where does it because matter can't where? be destroyed? And listen, sure. I'm very proud of myself because I stopped mm-hmm. science after grade 10, but I already sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, continue, energy can't continue. be destroyed, right? Yeah. So, then where does it go? Well, it goes the same way any other thing is it's dissipated through heat. I mean, yeah. when you die, you're decomposed yeah. and you're eaten by other things, and right. that is returned yeah. to the soil and all these things. But consciousness, your consciousness isn't a physical, tangible thing. It's everything else about you. Oh, that is. I see what you mean. So it's oh. like, it's like, because when your brain stops, you stop. And there's yeah. like the, the thing. But, okay. It's like a computer. But, but if you're run, but like, let's say someone who has gone in an accident and they're hooked up to a screen and it's proving that their brain is, is, is functioning, but that part of them is gone. Right then that means that the brain can function to keep you alive, but there's like another aspect of the brain. Totally, yeah. Well, maybe well, that's I, the soul. I don't think so. It's like, no? <laughs> think, of, think of it like a computer, right? Like you can you can take out certain elements of it and the computer Man-made can still- Man-made instruments. I'm, I'm, yeah. using it, I'm using it as, a, as an analogy here. And these certain okay. things can still run. It's not gonna run perfectly and there's gonna be problems and you're gonna have limitations, but it can still 
run. That doesn't necessarily mean it, it works though. Or it's great alive. point. Great point. But what about I, when I, people see Jesus on toast? Oh, I think um, we're bringing it Remember? back to eggs and bread now. <laughs> that's it's right. Brunch. Meanwhile, that's too- Cody's at brunch eating yep. Jesus toast. That's what Cody he does. eats too many eggs. I'm gonna tell him that's too many. Eggs. <laughs> that's, he always he buys. Needs- a- I, you know what? I'm, it's this thing where like I can be swayed by Damien side very clearly, but also I saw goals. No, that's. And I don't fair. think. <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> but I understand and I believe what you're saying and I mm-hmm. want and there's also that side of me that is like 100% trust things and I want that especially in these yeah. times where no one's trusting science. I want to be that That's person. Fair. I, I guess I would also argue I, I feel like the last few times you've come on you, you say we're fighting about this but most of the time you're just like what about this and then you ask me <laughs> to give my opinions. Otherwise I'd just be like that's fine you're going to believe what you believe. I okay, don't. Me and Damien don't have anything <laughs> a problem, except for that once Damien said that he wouldn't be scared if we went to the cemetery at like three in the morning. I wouldn't. <laughs> it would be a little scary, not because of ghosts, just because like other humans. I've been in cemeteries at like at three in the morning. Night. Yeah, probably. I would be I in know. a cemetery at three in the morning. I'd be more afraid of the guy in the trench coat with a knife than one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yeah. I mean, you're yeah. gonna see him anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. I mean, he's really not that bad once you once you sit down and have a few drinks. Also, I will say that, yeah, I'm open to, I think I'm maybe I'm like Damien where I'm open to it, but I'm also open to it, not ghosts, not being possible or existing. Yeah. I, I do. I mean, uh, there's something about the energy though, that like things stopping just doesn't feel quite right to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because Trevor, yeah, I too was raised very Catholic. I'm not Catholic anymore, but sweet, um, we made it. Roman Catholic. So I, I think that might be. There's a side of it that it's like maybe that's how we were like programmed. Yeah, to feel that. And I, I saw a documentary. So my family's from Southern Italy, and like mm. apparently, Southern Italy is all about witchcraft, ghosts, like the anything to do with like psychic like mm-hmm. uh, the Malocchio, they call it, all that kind of stuff. So it could be just how I was raised. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, for sure, a lot of it has to do with those kind of like familial and, you know, cultural bonds to these things. But well. where Damien, did the were cultural you... bonds start? Yeah, and Damien, were you raised in a godless home? I Well, I was, yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, heathen through and through, that's me. Science-based. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Great, um, I love it. I think my dad had Catholic remnants that would occasionally show up at holidays and it would always confuse us. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, when I went to Italy with my parents, um, like my dad, like the, he was born in Italy and raised Catholic and everything, but also very not, doesn't follow the church at all anymore. But mm-hmm. we went to, we saw the Pope give mass because he just does it in the square. Whoa. And my dad was bawling his eyes out. And I was like, unexpected. Yeah, and it was, it was the bad Pope. It was Benedict. It was the I mean, oh, if they're all bad popes, even the to be good. fair. Yeah, he was a rough one, man. Yeah. yeah, but that was a real, I know they're all bad, but like he was a bad Pope. Yeah. And, and I want to say too, like when you look at someone and you're like, that person looks like a Star Wars villain. He was that Pope. <laughs> I mean, that is true. That yeah. is true. I, was I saw that movie, The Two Popes, and they they tried to paint him in like a pretty like neutral mm-hmm. light and he still came across really shitty yeah yeah and you could tell they were being pretty pretty neutral like they were doing <laughs> what they could they just talked about his good pope moments like uh i don't know what's a good thing a pope could do when he swung the incense really well oh yeah <laughs> they help a nation but yeah that's too no they don't they, they do the opposite of helping nations they they yeah. hold them back and they cause pain and suffering they hoard gold in a little castle they all do like pope you know, john paul is really bad mm-hmm. well oh, i was gonna say when you go to the vatican they ask for donations and i go Just sorry take one of the golds <laughs> why don't you melt down that scepter and yeah, feed no a child Mm-hmm. Oh, we oh we, we went there. We went there. What were you gonna say? Sorry, David. Oh, I was just talking about uh, Pope John Paul and how terrible he was for um, pushing abortions and uh, denouncing contraceptives and oh, all yeah. the damage that that did for millions of people around the world. Lord, I'm but, like, uh, why, why? What is the problem with putting something in there? There's no problem. <laughs> well, guys, don't worry, because when I have a uh, Benedict as a Benedict, is he dead? 
I think no, he's still he alive. No, ever just stepped out. And, and you know what the theory is? Because I had a friend who, who went to Italy and he, he was gay and he was a part of like, there's like, a, he was plugged into like the gay conspiracy theories of everything in Italy. <laughs> and he, that Benedict was super gay and mm-hmm. was having orgies. This is the theme. And they Whoa. called him Lady Cleopatra because he, he loved his furs and his gold. Like they had- Oh, well, I was gonna say thing. when I have Benedict uh, season two premiere of You Made Me Queer, you're gonna get the real story. I can't wait. I mean, if, if you're the Pope, I mean, wouldn't you? That's I feel like that's the whole reason to be the Pope is to do things like that. What have orgies? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> he went in and like usually you keep some of the staff. Like you have like you know it's kind of like being the president. You have your like crew. Mm-hmm. And you, you keep some of them because they'll help you usher yeah. you in. And he's like, no, fired all of them and hired all these like very young men. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is completely unfounded. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, uh, sorry, Vatican, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. These so are sorry. personal sorry. opinions. Sorry. They don't reflect the Sonar Network. or blah, Yeah, blah, blah. this is the first time <laughs> I've liked Pope Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would make me have some compassion towards him. He also was a Nazi youth. This guy didn't have a fighting chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess not, eh? Oh, well. Uh, but enough for the Pope. Because That's a great segue. <laughs> we got a story to tell. We all drew positions. Um, Alessandra, what did you draw? The swing. The swing. No responsibilities. You can come and go as you please. Good for you. That means uh, uh, let's let's go on. Uh, Trevor, what did you draw? I drew or was drawn for me the narrator. I'm sorry. It was a virtual draw, but yes, (laughs) it was completely random. I assure you. Um, We'll come back to that in just a minute because I drew the celebrity. So for that, we're going to go to a random celebrity generator. We're going to draw four random celebrities. And they are Elvis Presley. Mm -hmm. John Stewart, uh, oh. Lindsay Lohan, and Ooh. Catherine Heigl. Oh, well, that might be the most quality four celebrities we've ever done. <laughs> what a deep cut! It's a pretty good one. Yeah, Heigl. It's such a, an array of the '90s, essentially, <laughs> and early 2000s, <laughs> yeah. early yeah. 2000s. And I mean, Elvis. My yeah, my and favorite Elvis. 2000 <laughs> hit was Elvis. <laughs> Well, in the mid 2000s, he released Elvis number ones, and then he yeah, had yeah, remember that little less, on. little less conversation, well, wasn't it? So it was good. a throwdown, 100. percent I remember that. Yeah. It was in all the Ocean Eleven movies. <laughs> okay. in all of them. You know what? You caught me. <laughs> I knew it. Sick. And uh, Trevor, for the narrator, we're going to go to canigetit.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get the story started. So, what would you like today? Uh, what is it? Location, relationship, or a word? Yes. Give me a word. Oscar. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Do I just go at any point? Whenever you're ready. Yeah. The spooky Oscar with okay. um, one of those four celebrities that I said. <laughs> Honestly, uh, you use all the celebrities. <laughs> great. Okay. Chapter one. Uh, or maybe it's a screenplay. Uh, smash cut to um, uh, uh, City Street. It's getting dark out, uh, but there are neon lights buzzing to life. And then we cut to a marquee, which says Oscars tonight. Uh, better than ever. The best Oscars of all time. And everyone's very excited because they have been uh, enduring a pandemic when live events didn't happen. And so suddenly we are going to get to celebrate uh, really the true humanitarians of human life who are actors, actresses, and everyone in between. Mm -hmm. And then in walks, wait, do I do this part too? Sure. In walks the (laughs) hottest uh, actor or actress or performer from the past (laughs) year and all eyes turn towards them. Oh, who's that? It's the Hello? hottest actor in all of the uh, land. Mama, hi, Mama. sorry. Hi, hi. Um, I'm a little bit lost. Um, could you ever stop staring at me? I'm making me uncomfortable. Um, hi, where am I supposed to go? 
uh, probably up on the stage there i would i would think oh okay okay cool cool yeah. I, I, I just want to say thank you for inviting me this is a real lo-fi uh oscars <laughs> <laughs> just a couple people standing yeah. around i don't uh well, I mean, real. <laughs> I, I got to be real. Uh, this isn't um, this isn't the real Oscars, you know, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's um, just a little. Mean? Well, it, you know, uh, things have kind of been mean? shut down the last little bit. And uh, I yeah. just was, I figured like we need the Oscars now. So these are uh, the Oscars with with a K. Um. <laughs> I figured who are you? I'm sorry. Are you not the president of the Academy? Well, I am. Yeah. The president of the Oscars with a K Academy. Um, How did you get? Okay. Um, all right. Cool. Because I was really under the impression that mm -hmm. Oscars have like um, a press thing leading up to it and yep. like maybe a rehearsal to like figure yeah. out like, how the day is going to go. Yeah. But I just got like a note in my mailbox saying the address and it was written in like, I want to say eyeliner mm -hmm. it was eyeliner yes yes eyeliner. and now we zoom back a bit to see that that marquee was on uh, an abandoned lobster trap factory and we're sort of in in a wharf like area and the smell of fish is very strong in the air well i'm so sorry there is just such a stench going on here okay um, i don't know i don't know I, what, I you, like what you're to referring call. to i'm sorry i'm sorry i think i need to call i have to call my agent can you just can you just can you turn around? Sure, sure. I can. Around. I can turn around. Of course. Like Do you want me to put my my fingers in my ear? Fingers and... in your ear. Okay. Thank okay. you. That would mm -hmm. be so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank no, you. no problem. Hold on a second. I said, turn mm. around. Thank you. Hold on. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Daryl. Hello, Daryl. Do I? Am I just yeah, the narrator? Can yeah. I be Daryl? No. You can be Daryl. Hi, Daryl. You can be. You can be Daryl. Hi, Daryl Campanelli Talon. Daryl Campanelli speaking. Daryl, what the hell? I'm like at something Oscars with a K. I, I, I thought you had my back. Oh my God! You got an Oscars with a K invite. I submitted you for that, and they didn't respond. I don't. Okay, so this is like a good thing because I'm not gonna lie. It stinks like fish. And there's three guys in the corner and they all told me that they would turn around and they keep looking over their shoulders. Uh, sorry, did you say, is this a good thing? Okay, Sandy, I, I have submitted my entire roster for Oscars with a K and no mm -hmm. one got in. You were there. What does it look like? What does it smell like? It looks, it looks like the back alley and it smells like a back alley oh, with just Sandy. like a lot of red lobster. Okay, Excuse so me, I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't help it over here. We are not a back alley. We are the end of a pier bent down by the wharf. Okay, it's not an alley. It's very open. I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. I'm sorry. I just. I'm sorry. I'll turn. Turning back around. Okay, yeah, Sandy, sorry. listen, uh, you're you're the ooh. only one there from the agency. So it is so important, especially in this pandemic year, yeah. you are you're representing right. us from yeah. Daryl Campanelli talent. You really yeah. need to pull out all the stops. Also, can you see if there's a, a merch like a swag table and steal a tote well, bag? You for know, me? like weirdly enough, there is like a table and it just has a couple of ziplocks on that. Do you want it or? Yeah, absolutely. I was assuming that someone had eaten lunch there or something. You is anything? The yeah, is anything in the ziplocks? It's like a bunch of shrimp shells. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Take as many as you can. Take as many. And okay, well, there's three, so I'll take all. I'll take all three. Listen. Okay, so this is like a good thing for my career, right? Like to like stay are here you... and like. Don't ask me dumb questions. I'm an agent. I'm, I'm busy. I'm on hey, Skype hey. right now too. My Daryl. Skype call is on hold, so I can talk to you. So listen, Sandy, you're yeah, not. So... I can't see you, but I can hear you, and I know you're okay, not yeah. smiling. So I'm not smi smiling. You have that man turn smile? around and take his fingers out of his ears and you give him okay. that Hollywood, Hollywood North smile that I okay. know you can do. Okay, thanks, Daryl. You know, okay, bring me the I'm shrimp sorry girl. That I'm so negative. Hmm? You, you want shrimp? You want the shrimp? I'm, the shrimp I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm so negative. I should I should really you know what I, I made a I made a, a vow to myself that this year I would actually try to like be more positive because I'm trying to have you heard about karma? No, what's that? With a K? Oh, I'm just trying to bring new karma. Well, this one's with a C, but I'm trying oh. to bring good karma into my into my life. So this is like yeah. my new thing. So I just wanna I just wanna thank you for putting me putting me on this, this list. I, it makes me know that you think about me. Listen, you are my number one client. I Your Ryerson you. student film from this That's year right. was very good. Outrageous. I'm very right? excited they for said you. It was better than Rachel McAdams at York. So That's right. And remember, yeah. remember what we say, a Daryl Campanelli talent. My slogan, which is um, smile Darryl... woman. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're right. That's, that's right. I only represent women and I want them to smile because who smile. doesn't like a smiling woman? It's true. It's, well, th- thanks, Daryl. I, I just want to say, and, and have a good Skype call. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to Skype. Okay, get me those shrimp. I will. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, Daryl. Okay, um, sir, could you turn, turn back around, please? What? Yes. Uh, is everything okay? <laughs> yes. Yes. Everything is amazing. Oh. I'm just going to take these shrimp bags over here, if you don't mind. Oh, and I'm of course. Them in those those shrimp tails are for our guests. Take them home. Make a stock. Something. Whatever you need. Okay. A That's stock. what we're yeah, here for. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Nice cool. seafood bouillon or something. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I, I was told that I'm um, introducing best cinematography. Yes. So, um, yes. Yeah. So listen, we're going to we're going to bring you over to wardrobe right now. And we're going to get you ready for it because uh, pretty soon all the people are going to be here. The cameras are going to show up and we want to make sure you are looking your best for the that red be carpet really today. Exciting. All right. Yeah, okay. So, it's, so it's, just, it's, it looks like this place is not outfitted to have cameras. So like where would the plugs go? Don't worry. They will be <laughs> here in the next uh, 15 minutes or so. OK, okay star wipe. So we cut to now. Sandy has been through <laughs> costume and makeup. She trying on stage in a full body lobster costume to read best cinematographer um while there may be many items of cinema over the year there are only five men that can capture the photography of the cinema um from the largest lobsters to the smaller types of lobsters here are the five men that transformed what cinematography looks like in the year 2021. The camera pans out over uh, those fold- metal folding chairs to uh, five men. Yay. <laughs> okay, um, first, while on the pursuit of his favorite fish, a little lobster <laughs> named Daniel Giuseppe finds out there's more to life than just being at the bottom of the ocean. Hey, there's more to life than just being at the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) Uh, Known for its its weird use of the camera underwater, but also not working because the water damaged the camera. That's our first nominee. Second nominee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, An expressionist painter decides that he's done with living on the land and just walks into an ocean. And that's the movie. Sorry for the spoiler. Uh, the cinematographer's name is Richard E. Lakey. How you doing? I <laughs> hope I win. Next person. Psst, hey, 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 yeah, speed it up. Yeah. We don't got much speed time, okay? okay? Come okay. on, just um, say the um, names, um, get in, get out. Okay, okay. Uh, next nominee. Uh, though there is a lot of places where you have to talk, this place is quiet. The uh. quiet house cinematographer with a lobster uh, okay and the final um category the final person in this category have you ever heard of Korok? that's the name of the movie and his name who cinematographized it Kira twist and the winner is hey wait 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 i thought there were five you said there were five of us what about was me i was the four? fifth nominee I'm... oh i'm so sorry um it's oh, me gerald course. gerald yeah gerald from um, the movie that's a cookbook. Uh, hey, you ever cook a lobster, says this movie. And Gerald's interesting take on how do you hold a camera by leaving it on the floor. Gerald. I spent a week at a red lobster. <laughs> and the winner is, oh, it's really hard to open up this um, envelope because I'm having to wear lobster claws. It's a real lobster themed show. Who would have thought that that's Sandy is holding an enormous envelope shaped like a clamshell. It's a real claw nundrum. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And um, the winner is, oh my, Gerald. Gerald for um, that movie that I just described. Come on through, Gerald. Oh my God. Oh my. Oh, hang on. Just crawling up these steps. Oh my gosh. They're big. Oh, are you part lobster as well? I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, no, I'm just very, I'm five feet tall. Can I get an orange cr- or a lobster trap I can stand on to make yeah, my Yeah, I'll get you a box, maybe not a trap. <laughs> Here you uh, go. Here's he, a trap for you to stand on. Uh, if you just come this way, okay? Uh, great job presenting here. Just uh, We'll just bring you off stage, you. okay? Hi, thank everybody. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, 
it uh, it was a real thrill to uh, be in the prep kitchen of a Red Lobster uh, in Scarborough for seven days. That's a whole week. I got to spend time with the shrimp artisans, the shrimp artists, and I learned a lot. And I ate a village of shrimp, um, and I filmed it on my iPhone. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Gerald. Clack clack. All right, listen. Wow. We're, we're going to take you back to. We're going to take you to holding now. That was you did a mm -hmm. fantastic job. Thank your you. agent, your agent's going to get such positive reviews from all this. And once oh, good, good. Shrimp, love it. So now, just step right in here into the um, into the holding. Um, okay, this place right here. Cage. It looks uh, like it's trap. a black hole, but I can't see white. Uh, yeah, white no, no, no. That's that's totally. Trust me, it's yeah? totally okay. fine. Just okay, keep... well, thank you so much. No, no problem. Just remember, I hope there's keep... champagne in here. Oh, there <laughs> is. Don't worry. Keep yeah, the lobster okay, costume on. It's very important once you're inside. That's Try... a strange situation. Okay, thank so you. Sandy okay. steps into this glass-walled room, which is basically like an aquarium, and it starts to fill up with water. Okay. Um, I am not feeling this wet feeling right now. It's um, triggering a lot of um, moments of being wet. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, excuse me, I gotta, I'm sorry, I'm gonna call Daryl, because I don't know what's next happening. Yeah, yeah, beep, yeah. boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Hi, Daryl hey, Campanelli Darryl? Talent, Daryl speaking. Hey, Daryl, you know, the show's over, I did, like, a really good job, it was remarkable, I didn't even have a script, and you, like, couldn't tell, and, um, um, they put me in a, in a dark room that's slowly filling with water, is this something that, Oh my God, Sandy! I was I was watching on the broadcast Zoom link. You your smile was amazing. Thank you. I I'm so broadcast over Zoom. Oh my God! I'm so proud of you. You used your sentence structure was so interesting, and that's one thing that I've always loved about you is that you kind of are always using the passive tense, which mostly the feedback we get from casting agents is they don't want that. But you know that I love when you bury the lead water is filling the wait what are you where are you where's my shrimp oh my god are you there i'm going back to my skype call keep smiling baby oh 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 i got you little lobster oh my I died. No, Who you didn't it? die. You're just what in my it? little lobster tank. Who are you? Oh, oh. Who is it? Who? Elvis. Uh, look up here. What? what? You know it. Listen, I faked my death all those years ago because I, I had a dream. A dream to make a lobster lady hybrid so I can make the most delicious people tasting lobster roll in all the land. Wait, I'm not a lobster lady. I'm just a lady lady. Well, you look like a lobster to me, and that's all oh. I need. Wait. Elvis, Elvis, wait, I have a lot of questions to ask you. First of all, you faked your death. Why? <laughs> well, people don't look too highly on eating lobster people. Or people, for that okay. matter. <laughs> okay, okay. Second thing, second thing, second thing. Wasn't it really fun when you got to do the jailhouse rock thing? That looked like fun. I gotta say, it was a lot of fun, except for being in jail. That part, oh, not a lot of fun. Totally. People don't know That's this, but fun. jail, it's not a fun time. Okay, I have another question. Um, why, why white suit? Why? I'm sorry, say that again. You're the water. Why is... white suit? The white suit that you wear. Mm. Why? <laughs> well, I was gonna do a, I was gonna do an, an all pink suit, but uh, mm -hmm. when I put it in the wash, I accidentally added too much bleach, and it came out white. So that's. Why. I have another question. I have yeah. another question. It's a little bit risky. Oh. Um, um, Priscilla, mm -hmm. why marry her at 14? <laughs> <laughs> why? Well, the thing about Elvis is, is that, uh, he can't hardly wait for nothing. No, no, no how. <laughs> wow, that's, a, that's why you're in this lobster that is tank. That the answer, Elvis. <laughs> I am. I accept, I accept that answer. Anyways, it's getting real hot in here. I'm sorry, are you steaming me? Oh my uh, God. I thought you were tricking me. I thought this was a big practical joke, and then at the end, I would just come out, and and John Stewart would be there, and and Lindsay Lohan, and they'd be clapping for me, and they'd say, mm -hmm. "Great work, girl," and I'd say, "Thanks, John Stewart and Lindsay Lohan." And John Stewart would take me to his farmhouse because you know he works at a farmhouse now. He's not doesn't want to do TV anymore. 
And then I just sit there and he would tell me about like how firm works. That's what I thought. Wow, you, you thought a lot of things, but I did trick you. I tricked you into my lobster cage. I tricked you into my lobster costume and into my lobster funded uh, Oscars ceremony. I'm going to make sure that everybody knows how tasty this lobster roll is. Uh, hold on, I have to call Daryl. Boop, 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 boop. Daryl? Hello? Hi, sorry, I was just on my Skype call. <clears throat> Daryl Campanelli, talent, Daryl Campanelli speaking. Girl Campanelli, first of all, we never talked. Are you Italian? Uh, that's a bit of a personal question that oh, I usually okay, don't sorry. tell my clients. Uh, okay, I did sp- my I have some family from the south of Italy. Oh, that's so lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh. were in um uh one of the Pope's orgies. That's how we're connected oh, back wow. to there. What are yeah. the chances? Listen, are you calling me from heaven? Italian. No, no, listen, I'm calling you from a lobster pot and Elvis. Guess what? Elvis Presley is not dead. You have to call like 911 and then also maybe like TMZ or something because he is very much alive and he's trying to cook me because he thinks that I'm part lobster, part woman. But really, I'm just a woman wearing a lobster suit, which I did not choose. It's not cute. Okay. So okay. Hang on a second. Can you, hey, can you ask him, is he looking for representation? Okay. I asked him a lot of questions, but I'll ask him one more. Hold yeah. On. Just, just that hey, one. I'll hold. Elvis. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, are you um, looking for representation at all? Oh, well, now that you mention it, I have been thinking about restarting my film career. Okay, cool. I have another question. Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you said, when you said you ate nothing but a hound dog, what's that mean? Oh, like well, a literal dog? I thought I already answered that question when I said Elvis can't wait for nothing. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, hey, Daryl. Um, so Elvis said that he is, you know what, to be honest, I don't remember what he said. I got really hung up on that hound dog. <laughs> no, Sandy, I was listening. We're on speakerphone. I heard the entire oh, thing. Oh, are we on speaker? Oh yeah, Elvis, you know it's I me. It's the middleman. Elvis, it's me. Uh, I don't even, what's my name? Darren, Dar- Darren? It's Daryl Campanelli. It's me. Elvis, it's me. I'm sorry. I'm, my brain gets all, when I use Skype, I get oh. a bit excited. Uh, it's Daryl Campanelli from Daryl Campanelli Talent. Oh, Daryl. I'm very interested in your career. I'm very interested in getting back out there and showing the world that I'm still alive. You know, after I eat this this lobster lady on my on, my, on a nice fluffy buttery roll, then I, I'm ready to get back out there. Yeah, great. Because I have be on a buttery roll. I mean, also, if you eat my client Sandy, mm-hmm. then I have a uh, opening in my roster, so we oh could get God, you in there Darryl. straight away. Uh, well, Listen, Darryl, Sandy, it can't. For help. Uh, your career already peaked. You're on the goddamn Oscars with a K. What else do you want me to do for you? Listen, I got to tell you something, uh, Sandy. Is it? Yeah. That's my client, Sandy. Sandy. Uh, when, when, I, when I died, when I died the first time. Well, you didn't I, die. Well, when I when people thought I died. My career really okay. took off. That's when people truly loved me. That's when merchandise sales went through the roof. How do you think I've bought this giant lobster tank and this old that's dirty true. fisherman wharf? Oh my God. S- listen, Sandy, that's a great idea. I could spin this with PR. If you fake your own death okay, in I'm the lobster it, yeah. aquarium tank, add that mm-hmm. lobster tramp factory by the wharf by the Oscars sure. with the K, people yeah. are going to go crazy with a C. Now, oh, wait, wait, wait. I still need to eat this lobster lady, so I don't know. Oh, wait, can... wait, 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 wait. I will fake my death, and you will fake eat me, Elvis. Don't you get it? We're actors. Oh, my yes. God. Is this my audition to be in your agency? So let's all yes. pretend to fake eat me right now. So I'm num, 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 num. Oh, oh it's yeah. done. And now I'm going to go fake my death because I was fake eaten. And the only way to fake a death, Elvis, I think you know, is you got to let me get out of here. That's right. And it's got to look embarrassing and silly. You can't, you yeah, can't yeah, be it's dignified. Be a way death. Of dying that, that is not, be, that people not cool, will believe right? you actually died. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not cool. How, yeah. How that, uh, people know a lot about your colon health, Elvis. Did you know that? They talk about that. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I was the one who spread the rumors. Okay. That's an intense thing to know about someone who you don't know. I, I, Listen, I, it's, Colon health plays really well on social media these days. Elvis, you don't know what social media is, but mm. it is hot, hot, hot. Oh. And I can use it to make you a colon uh, s- superstar, a super so colon can, superstar. You know, like 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 places like Goop would like they would just they would just live it. They would live for this kind of stuff. Places they would like, just live it. You gotta get me out of here. Where's where's Goop? 
Well, that it's a, it's more colon talk. I'll fill you in when you come down to Daryl Campanelli Talent okay, Agency. Okay. It's by the by the Lobster Trap Factory. All right. Yeah, you lobster. know what I think about it. Lobsters are a real recurring theme in my life. Oh well, well, well let's let's get mean? well let's get you out of that tank. We'll we'll fake the death somehow. I don't know. Okay. Uh, um, so. Wait a minute. I'm covered in butter right now. It's so slippery. Uh, sorry. Uh, I was getting excited. I, I buttered up the tank. You know what? My what? skin never felt better, though. Mm. All right. Well, here, let, let's get you out of there. Okay, okay. So smash cut now to the next morning on the morning news. Um, uh, in breaking news, local body of struggling actress Sandy uh, Fisherman was found in the bay uh, face down. In her possession were three Ziploc bags uh, with shrimp tails. Uh, no other information can be found at the time. Sandy Actually, is best you know known what? for uh, her. I will say, oh, continue, sorry. It's a morning show. Oh, We're oh, and, and the corpse has just sat up. Hang on. We are getting a, a hot story uh, from the corpse of Sandy. Yeah, there's one thing. Hi, it's me, um, Cindy Fisher lady. Uh, I, I just want to say I, I'm down here at the Fisherman's Wharf, and there's one thing that needs to be noted about Sandy's death. It's weird stuff with her colon as well. That's local, news. local struggling actress, uh, colon program problems endure after death. More on this yeah. soon. Yeah. And back to you in the studio for weather, Wendy. Hi, um, it's going to be really cold today. Spooked. <laughs> <laughs> That was a scary story. Uh, I'm exhausted. She died. You know what? That's the thing. We don't know. But what we do know is that colon health is important. It is important. (laughs) That's right. If (laughs) you remember nothing else. If there's one place that the camera should be, it's in your colon to make sure that you don't have problems there. Talk about best cinematography. That's right. I I don't think I would watch that film, but it would do well. (laughs) But Spelunker. (laughs) <laughs> but wait oh there's more <laughs> my butt waits for nobody okay so <laughs> but man i like that do I lobsters have, have butts uh i mean i th- i think they have the tail but holes i feel like sure. isn't that a thing about like seafood that they have like a tough time like expelling their waste and that's why they're so Disgusting. Yeah, lobsters they don't because they are food. they stay shit bags. Right, right. Yeah, they keep it in. Bag. I think that's so- like shrimp too. Yeah, like the little <sighs> shrimp, and you gotta pull out their poop tube or whatever. That's gross. Love that. gotta, if they're small enough, yeah, you know. can't even do that. You just gotta eat the poop. It's no just, way. Yeah, and yeah. and you know what? What I'll tell you about red lobster, no one there, no 18-year-old shrimp prepper there is pulling poop out of shrimp. It's no. staying in. Oh, yeah, because I think those little tiny shrimps, they're it. It takes too much work to clear it out. So they just could you imagine the work with they have like an eyebrow threader or like dental floss, just like pulling out poopies. I mean, I guess it's the same for oysters, right? You're you're sucking the whole body up there. There's got to be a big oyster turd in there. You eat oysters a lot. (laughs) I I do not. That is gross stuff. That is a that is a shit sponge. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. You guys are missing out. They have this like flavor that is nothing yet it's delicious. It's yeah, very you, confusing for flavor. You won't eat Goodbye. pork. You won't eat pork though, but you, yeah, yeah, that's right. You'll literally eat a whole animal alive. Did you hear the story about this pig that was on a farm and, and, and the farmer kept thinking the pig was opening it, her gates and they're like, oh no, the pigs are running away. And then it turns out that pig was just going up the hill to find a male pig and have sex with it. And she did it every day. <laughs> pigs gonna be sluts that's right oh, that's one that's that's, i identify i, I that's identify right. with pigs <laughs> you <was laughs> right you break out of the pasture and have sex on the top of it <laughs> yeah that's what the summer 2021 did for me <laughs> i can't wait for the hashtag to show up on instagram as soon as i got vaccinated i'm hashtag pig out of for 10 <laughs> Pig out of the paddock. <laughs> That's right. Who's with me? Right after. <laughs> <laughs> I oh didn't hear God. this story. Was this uh, was this uh, Reuters or AP News? <laughs> okay, this was actually a story in a book called Eating Animals. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no citation, please. That's not uh, an Jonathan, academic resource. Jonathan Safran Sawyer. Oh, okay. Uh, he wrote it. 
after much uh, anecdotal research, I believe, would be eating, the, uh, eating animals, right? Well, eating animals, and it makes a case for eating them and not eating them. And you know what? At the end of the book, you shouldn't eat them. <laughs> well, I would argue, I think all the pigs that we eat should uh, have fun breakout sex sessions. And then they, they had a good run. They were well, all sexed up and uh, probably taste better. For up to 11 minutes. So. Wow. Dang. Okay. Well, that's even more reason to eat them. <laughs> that's right. You can't trust those creatures and they are the alpha and they will kill us. Yeah. No they one can. They are the alpha. Pigs are the alpha. <laughs> 11 minute <laughs> orgasm is the alpha. Mm -hmm. That's that's a long time, though. I feel like eventually you'd be like, I have things to do. <laughs> I know. This is becoming obtrusive and distracting. Yeah. Let's just say that it's longer than the actual act. Am I right? <laughs> Ladies, am I right? Ladies, <laughs> about like four minutes and you're like, oh, I'm done, right? That's what this summer is all about. <laughs> I got a Skype call to make. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go on that Skype again. Skype, I know this joke's been made, but they really missed out on, on the pandemic. They really could have been the thing we used and no one uses Skype anymore. It's like that Sliding Doors movie with Gwyneth Paltrow. Imagine if, <laughs> <laughs> revision of history, like imagine if Germany won the war, but imagine if Skype was the breakout hit of pandemic. That's true. It should have been. They were ready. They've been ready. Mm -hmm. I think they dropped the ball years ago. So You know what? You know what? who else dropped the ball? ICQ. Mm. Imagine so they I came know back. The owner. I know the man who created ICQ. I babysat. Stop for it. What did he I'm come like to your acting class too? Probably. No, no. He's friends with my aunt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he is a dragon on Dragon's Den now. Or maybe Whoa. he's not anymore. Oh. His name is Bruce. Okay. And uh, he's very nice. And I'm sad that he's on that show promoting capitalism the way that he does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> well, Hi. Trevor, can I just say? Yeah. I've been on this show, I want to say seven times now. Great narration. Hey, Very thanks good, so yeah. much. It's my, you I've been on the show girl. one time. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say that because I'm still on it. So it's not complete. Yeah. Um, what can I say? You know, I, I, you, you gave me all the tools I needed to succeed. And I just tried to create a showcase for you to do what you do best, which is, uh, steal stuff from the swag table that's true yeah, yeah. that we we get that in every review we get uh that that's what alexander does she just steals stuff from the swag <laughs> tables in every classic me yeah i mean please have any in real question have any of you ever been have you been at an event with a swag table um yeah, a couple tip parties and Oh, it's okay. Is there a swag <laughs> table for this podcast? Well, what do I get for being here? Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on the table. Do you want? Um, I got this package of cutlery from a restaurant. Oh yeah, I'll take oh, that. Okay. Is there a white wipe you know in what? there? If you were, uh, there's if you were not. There's a, a dry one though. If you're doing it in real life, mm -hmm. you could find a poster. Yeah, we usually but we haven't had anyone do that for about two years now, <laughs> um, for obvious reasons. We'll That's just right. get a digital signature on the, on an email, I suppose. So. Yeah, just, yeah. really just an initial. Send me a screen cap. <laughs> we'll do that for sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, that's that. So let's uh, let's uh, finish it up and do some uh, plugs today. Trevor, where can everyone follow you? Uh, gr okay, great. So yes, I have a podcast called You Made Me Queer with an exclamation point on the Sonar Network. So you can find us there anywhere you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. And we are on Instagram and Twitter at You Made Me Queer. We are on YouTube at You Made Me Queer TV. Uh, we have a website, youmademequeer.com. Uh, find me on Tinder. <laughs> oh, sick. Okay, I'm going to do that promo too. Okay, plugs for me. You yeah. can find me on Tinder. You can find me on Hinge. Um, mm -hmm. it, I'm not having a good time on there, but just know that I am there. <laughs> I don't like Hinge that much, but the quality of people I meet on Tinder, I don't think are great. So I keep trying Hinge. Um, and uh, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. I've been doing this thing where I've decided I'm going to review every episode of the new Gossip Girl reboot. Oh yeah. Uh, you can catch it in my stories. I should probably start saving them. And uh, I, let me tell you something. I am not enjoying the show. And I was a real big fan of the first one. 
and and every week my reviews is just me getting more and more into the fact that no one has chemistry and it's a real bummer because yeah. i think that's um <laughs> it's a real review it's not a joke i get really sincere about the reviews mm-hmm. <laughs> um so that's my plug um Nice. And uh, we'll be tweeting all that out at Spook Podcast and uh, go to the Sonar Network. Check out full profiles on both Trevor and Alessandra and, you know, the newest uh, Sonar Network show. So you can check out the whole page for uh, You Made Me Queer and Trevor. And um, that's it. Spooked. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.